you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Remain in me, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me and I in you will hear my Father's voice and bear much fruit. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father the vine dresser. He takes away every branch in me that does not bear fruit, and every one who does not, he prunes away, so that they can bear more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word that I spoke to you. Remain in me, and I remain in you. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains on the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me, and I am the vine, and you are the branches. Whoever remains in me, and I in him, will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither. People will gather them and throw them into the fire, and they will be burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be granted for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear fruit and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you see the chair here before Mass, you realize the Jersey priest is here. How you all doing? Today is the Feast of St. Bridget. I just came back from Rome, so I got to tell you a story about St. Bridget. Now, we were in Rome for a month, and uh, we saw every church there is in Rome, I think. Even those who were closed, we got into later on. One day, we were at the um, Campo di Fiori, which is the marketplace in, in Rome, and we're walking around between all the stalls and mostly fruit and drinks and you know appetizers things like that and clothing pottery things like that we're walking around very nice time hot day it's Rome it's in the summer so on our way back we went to another piazza Farnese and we came a little church right on the corner just a little church and there's a, there's a, a, a grail around it like like a fence around it but the door was open and it was so bright outside, when we went into the church, you know how you get that blindness all of a sudden, you saw nothing. And then it was very still. Our eyes were adjusting, and we see that the Blessed Sacrament is exposed. So there was adoration. So we genuflected and we sat down. And as we're sitting there, we realized this is like a convent. And it was a monastery, the monastery of the Brigantines, founded by St. Bridget. And they have a very distinct kind of um, habit 
it's, it's a band that goes from the front to the back and around the head, almost like a modified um, crown of the thorns. I don't have the origin of, the, of the, the habit in my head. I don't know where it came from, but I could research it. And a veil, and the rest is normal stuff as, as a nun would wear. And they were in prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Beautiful experience. So we had to look up who's, who's, who the Brigantines. So we found out that the Brigantines were an order of nuns founded by St. Bridget of Sweden. Today is her feast day. St. Bridget of Sweden was um, promised to the royal family in Sweden. She lived, she wasn't royalty herself, but she lived in the household of the king, King Magus, and she married subsequently a member of the royal household, and she had eight children. However, from the early days of her life as a child, like even like seven, eight years old, she had visions of Jesus and the passion of Jesus. Now, who knows what the kid thought they were as a child? Dreams, nightmares, I don't know what. So she had these visions, and then eventually, when she could write, she started writing about them. Of course, that accumulated uh, a nice history for us to look back at who she is. In the course of time, she, she lived through, in the 1300s, through what we call the Avignon period. There were two popes at that point. One pope was false, and one pope was living in Avignon. And she and St. Catherine of Siena and a few other strong women pleaded with him to get back to Rome where, the, where he should be. So he, they, they lived, the popes lived in Avignon for quite a, quite a while. So she was one of those instrumental saints who brought the pope back to Rome. The problem, Rome was a mess. Maybe politically, maybe socially, socially, but church-wise, definitely a mess. There was a lot of indiscrepancies going on. There was a lot of falsehood going on. And she prayed for that, for the, the conversion of Rome. She worked for the conversion of Rome. And she was very influential in getting the Pope back to Rome to continue the papacy there in the chair of St. Peter. She eventually, all her children grown up, she eventually founded a, a religious order for that purpose, for the purpose of cleaning up the church, focusing on the abuses in the church. And they were the Brigantines. So maybe that hat looks like a little helmet. I have to research that. And she had eight children, as I mentioned. However, when they were all grown, she went into like a, a community life, a monastic life. And she founded this religious order. The order, the building we walked into in Rome, was her home. The King Magus had property in Rome and he gave her this home to live in and to found her religious group. So that's where the Brigantines come in. I'm sure, no, I, got, I was going to say I'm sure, but let me, let me check. Has anyone ever heard of the Brigantines? Oh, it was show-off, two show-offs, three show-offs, four show -offs. Okay, I'm embarrassed. So I'm glad some of you heard of the Brigantines because up until Rome, I hadn't heard of them. Anyway, how does all that apply to the Holy Scriptures? Paul talks about the, the crucified Christ being his salvation, not the law. Don't forget, he was a Jew and he observed all the laws. 
That's no longer valid. He said, laws aren't valid. The law is Christ. And the crucified Christ in me inspires me to go forward. She had a tough life, St. Bridget. Anywhere along the line, you, you could check her life, life out. She failed things. She, she lived through the plague. She, she was going to take a trip to the Holy Land. That was, was deterred. So she didn't have an easy life. She lived the cross. And these visions that she had of Christ crucified and suffering through her, through her childhood, I think, came to fruition in her life. She became one with Christ, but she never stopped believing in Christ, never stopped following Christ, never stopped listening to the voice of Christ calling her to reform, to build the church, very much like St. Francis was called to rebuild the church. So we, we see the scriptures today and we hear Jesus saying, you know, you can do nothing without me. So we're talking to Bridget, we're talking to you and me, you can do nothing without me. So Christ Jesus, our Lord, gives Bridget the, the strength, the courage. Not an easy life. Don't, don't get caught up with that. I have a guy in, in the, I help out of the parish in New York, St. John's, and he says, I want you to ask Padre Pio when you go to Rome wh why I'm still suffering. He's, an old, he's in his 80s, and I'm like, this is my answer, not Padre Pio's answer. Padre Pio's deceased, but I went to his tomb. And the answer is, you should be glad you're suffering. You're uniting, you have the opportunity to unite your sufferings with Christ. There's a sculpture of St. Padre Pio in Rome in um, one of the churches we went to, a life-size sculpture. And he is helping Christ carry the cross, like Simon of Cyrene, a big, big, full-time, full-life full sculpture. But that's theologically what we do. When we carry our cross, whether it's illness, whether it's troubles in our family, whether it's, it's, it's personality disorders, when we work through those with family and friends, with our neighbors, and it's a cross, we're carrying Christ's cross and we're uniting ourselves to Christ. Now, don't forget, after the cross is the resurrection. So our goal is to live in the glory and optimism of the resurrection. But sometimes to get there, as Bridget, to get there is a cross. We're challenged to not give up. We're challenged to unite ourselves to the person of the cross, Jesus Christ. And, and how does he tell us that today? It's like a vine and branches. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Come along with me. Because without me, you're not going to do anything. Now think of that. If we're going through suffering and we have no faith, we drop Christ. And then we're with those branches that are ready to be thrown into the fire. But if we have faith as we're going through suffering and going through good times, don't, we're not just a suffering church, we're a church of the resurrection. So as we go through our lives' journeys, always holding on to Christ as, as the source of our lives, our strength, our foundation, our, our tree stump, He's the vine and we are the branches. Bridget was a branch and you are branches and all of us are meant to bear fruit.
if you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.